Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Callum Sully Podcast. This is episode 52, and today I'm joined by my special guest, Barbara Carafolkas. Barbara is a holistic nutritionist, and in this episode, she shares her tips on how to make your day-to-day foods more nutritious. And it might surprise you, you don't have to go spending loads of money buying loads of healthy foods and recipes. In fact, a lot of the time, it's just a case of adding certain food groups, such as nuts, seeds, um, herbs, spices. And she also calls herself a food alchemist. And we talk all about this and how she combines certain um, nutrients to make sure that they bounce off each other and certain um, nutrients can help aid other nutrients in terms of absorption, um, helping keep your blood sugar down. So it's a great, great podcast. I was really excited to, have, to do this episode and hopefully you guys will be excited to listen to it too. So this is episode 52 with my guest, Barbara Carafocas. Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Barbell's Brands Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Sully. Today I am joined by a holistic nutritionist, okay, and and a, and a food alchemist, okay, very creative, and we're going to get into that, uh, Barbara Carafocas. And Barbara, how are you in sunny Cyprus, I believe? Well, not so sunny right now, is it? Um, very well, thank you, but not so sunny. It's it's raining cats and dogs outside at the moment. <laughs> we were we were discussing before we officially got going here that I, I had the pleasure to visit Cyprus once in 2018 to get married um, because my wife wanted a beach holiday no matter what. Um, um, she we originally landed on on cyprus and it looked it looked stunning and we thought well hey iron app is just round the corner so that that's that's the the joint hen and stag do combined uh what a night that was everyone's sweating uh, in the evening uh, but you're up in the in in the mountains aren't you sort of inland so it's a bit more um a bit colder up there um, i'm in Nicosia. i'm in Nicosia, so it's it's one of the only uh, divided capitals in the world, cities. Is that between? Is that between Greece and Turkey? Is that is that what you mean by the divide? Or yes, uh, so Cyprus um, um, is divided. It was invaded by Turkey mm. and in nineteen seventy four. Yeah, and uh, they uh, it's. The northern part of the island is uh, Turkish occupied. Yeah. So Nicosia, the capital city, is the only city in the world that's divided. So half of it is um, Greek, yeah. and the other side's Turkish. Wow. And you basically cross the border, and you you see the difference. It's incredible. So on the one side, you feel you know the Greek European yeah. influence, and as soon as you cross over, you know <laughs> Middle Eastern. Wow. Yeah, but what's the city there that's abandoned? It begins with an F, doesn't it? I can't remember. I remember when I went when I went there. Ah, so when you Famagusta, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that seems bizarre. Like I've heard people say about that. It's just like a surreal ghost town over there. It's just like just weird. Well, like eerie. It used to, 
used to be, but the past couple of years, people have been investing right. and building, you know, apartments yeah. and houses. So it's it's coming back to life again. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I, like I said to you before we started this, um, the reason why I don't go back too frequently is because for those of you who are, are listening on audio now, I'm quite a pasty guy if you're following me. Um, I don't do too well in too hot weather. Um, and when I got married, it was the middle of July. My wife's choice, and the hottest day, of course, was a wedding day, and it was 45 degrees. Now, you know, as a white Irish-British guy, I was sweating. But as I said to Barbara before we started, I didn't notice because, well, it's the happiest day of my life, right? I'm, I'm, I'm focused on my wife and my wife, my, my wife-to-be only. But my guest, oh, boy, they, they like to remind me of the decision that, that we made as they're dripping um, in, in, this, in this heat. But what, what a beautiful island it, it actually is. And we've always said about going back. And we uh, said, well, a good thing to do, um, we, we've we been married for four years now. No, five. So what, what we thought would be a good idea is we will go back to the place, but this time just myself and my wife and revisit. But this time we'll do it from a different perspective. Oh, and I might go a bit earlier in the year as well. I might go, say, May. <laughs> I would say definitely April and May are beautiful months because we get a little bit of spring, so... Weather is perfect. You've got beautiful flowers. It's definitely avoid coming to Cyprus July and August. Yeah. They're the worst months. I wish someone had told me that before I booked it, but I don't regret a thing. I don't regret a thing. It was it was it was stunning. Um, so we're here for we're here to talk about nutrition, especially about this time of the year. And and, and I know you are yourself, Barbara, a holistic nutritionist. So I know you've got some more creative. Um, sort of things that you're going to share with us um, on the episode. And, and I know that you you also have a bit of a system that you've created as well, a lifestyle system that can be applied to the nutrition. And I thought it'd be really good at this time of the year, um, obviously festivities, uh, Christmas stuff are over. Um, and I, I tend to find that January, uh, particularly here in, in the UK, or a lot, well, I have a lot of my, listeners of the podcast are based in canada uh weirdly and uh they're very cold um so you know the same thing applies you know in january you've said yourself it's, it's very cold where you are at the moment so this time of the year um i tend to find the motivation for food particularly after Christmas is over, they call it blue January. And, and you know, I, the point I wanted to get across to to my clients in, in my group, and I'm streaming in two groups uh, on, on this episode. So um, uh, feel free, guys, if, if you, my clients here are watching, to ask any questions for Barbara as we go along, and I'll, uh, I'll fire them away to her um, to, to, as we go through. But, yeah, I wanted to get your take on this barbara because um you know i think a lot of people get put off um nutrition nutrition food i, I find at this time of year it's much more convenient to go for uh, junk food takeaways comfort food if you will um and i know we're going to talk about how we can change that a little bit and we don't have to go and get you know go and 
spend loads of money on healthy groceries actually a lot of it's probably in your kitchen you just need to get creative with it and, and you know um so how did talk a little bit about yourself and, and how this started for you and to get to where you are now so it started um over 15 years ago i went to a tony robbins seminar unleash the power within amazing and on the last day, it was about nutrition. And I just found it so fascinating. I came back um, to Cyprus and I was just reading books on nutrition and just more books and more books. And I thought, well, since you're so interested, I think you should um, you know, change direction yeah. and become a nutritionist. Because uh, my first degree was in business and finance. And I was miserable doing that, mm. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's how it all started. Uh, but looking back, I think even in my in my mid twenties, I was interested in nutrition because I was all my my first book was Fit for Life back then, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a lifelong interest, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then over the years, experimenting with different diets and lifestyle, I created my own um, lifestyle system. Like you've got a a system whether you're cleaning the house or whether you go to work and you've got a, a system that you've got to go, do a b c d the same thing with um a health keeping your health yeah uh so there's some steps uh, to do that i follow every day and before we get into that system which we're going to get into but because i'm excited to hear about it um because I, I tend to find that I was the same, like before I even, I was into fitness for a long time, but before I actually pursued it, before I made that turning point to go, right, this is what I want to do. This is, this is the, the, the career I want, I want, I want to help, you know, help people here. Um, but the nutrition thing was always kind of there. Cause I, I, I was by trade before that I was, I worked in kitchens, you know, I was, a, I was a chef, um, not top, not chef, but you know, I, I worked my way up and, and, um, eventually I did, run my own kitchens and stuff but what i tend to find is it worked well it tied in with the fitness because whilst i'm i'm there cooking it, I, I learned a lot about nutrition before i even took official nutrition exams and, and became a nutritionist yeah. myself and and I, I tend to find that, that i know it sounds a bit a bit corny but did you feel because i know that's what it was for me did you feel like there was almost a calling for it when you, when you were making that decision, did you feel like, you know, it's, something's needed here and I need to be the one to fill, to fill that void. Like I, I need to be the one who can help. There was, there's not. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, because around then, around that time, um, I had also started reading um, the books, Conversations with God. Okay. And a little, and that got me thinking and I thought, you know what, I, I, I was looking for a course. I'd like to be able to combine um, body, mind, and spirit yeah. or soul or, you know, uh, yeah. all three because we are tripart beings. Mm. And I think even if you're an atheist and you don't believe in God, there you still have to factor that in as it could be passion, yeah. zest of life. You know, it, it comes in one form or another. Uh, you know, your physical, mental, and you know the third one being you know zest for life. 
yeah, there's there's definitely a spiritual element to 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 us, isn't there? I mean, we are yes, we are walking in this physical, uh, you know, skin and bone and uh, this physical entity. Um, but you know, even the brain, even though they know it's an organ and they know that it's neurological and stuff, there, there seems to be this divine, uh, almost profound thing that we can't explain. You know, it's it's called the hard question in science. You know, the one thing that scientists can't answer is what consciousness is. Like they can't understand it. Um, what, why we're so different to, to to the other creatures on the planet, and I think that's where. You're almost whether, like you said, whether you're an atheist or, or, or whatever your belief system is, you almost can't deny there's something there that we can't measure. And, and people refer to it as spirit or super conscience, whatever, whatever it is. I think for for, for centuries or, or millennia, you know, different um, different cultures from around the world have all represented something i do you know obviously it's all been presented in different ways but there's something there you know and i've always been a guy of uh, you know a, a guy of science and physics and stuff but then at the same and i'm an atheist but at the same time i believe in the paranormal you know i believe in in spirits because i've had my own experience so that almost uh, makes me contradictive because like, well there's something there i can't not believe in this but then believe in this you know it's, it's almost so i think that Everyone has to. I think everyone knows deep down there's something there that we refer to as spirit or soul or something divine that, that that we can't control. And if that is the case, I do. I'm a strong believer, and I know you probably are too, Barbara. That that food is uh, it speaks to the body. You know, like food is not only is it energy, but you know, food talks to the body. That they say that you know, it's the gut system or the digestive system is often referred to as a second brain um and i strongly believe in my research that a lot of health issues and a lot of yeah, mental issues as well can if you really hone in can be stemmed down to diet and what you're putting in your body and and, and you you know the, the saying your body is a temple and i truly believe that um at, at, at the moment so I want to tap in then, Barbara, to the system you've created because obviously, you know, you are combining the, the the mind, body, and spirit with nutrition. So tell me a bit about about this and and how it ties in with the diet. Okay, so it's basically these little golden rules that you follow uh, throughout the day. And so the first golden rule is to have a fruit meal. Mm. So it must consist of fruits and it's in three ways. So either as whole fruit, so have an apple or an orange, uh, and then either it could be a smoothie. And in your smoothie, I love smoothies because you can add so many things to them and make them more nutritious. Yeah. Um, so you could add in hemp seeds, which are high in omega three, six, and nine. You could add in some chia seeds. You could add in, um, you know, green algae like spirulina or chlorella. You could add in medicinal mushrooms like reishi or cordyceps, um, bee pollen, aloe vera, um, and that would increase its nutritional value. 
And then the third way is just to chop up, you know, a little fruit salad. So it could be apples and berries. It could be some peaches and uh, pomegranate seeds and just do a little combination and have that. Uh, the little the, the thing with fruit that I would add is maybe a little sprinkling of nuts or seeds because that would slow the absorption of the blood sugar because you'd like to keep your blood sh uh, sugar stable and not uh, create any, uh, any spikes. So add a tablespoon of yogurt or some nuts and seeds. I like adding some peanut butter or any any nut butter. And one of my favorites, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with, uh, it's very Mediterranean. I add sesame paste. Okay. It's called tahini. I think so. I I've heard that, yeah. Uh, very, very high in calcium and vitamin E and all sorts of goodies in there. So that's the first one. Uh, then the second, the second golden rule is to have a salad meal a day. So one of your meals, make it a salad with a topping. Now, when it's cold and you don't want a cold salad, I would always say, well, turn it into a soup or a stir fry or a curry. So all those vegetables, you can change the texture and the temperature depending on the season. And it's always best to eat seasonally. It's what your body needs. So if it's 45 degrees and it's hot, you know, you might not even want a salad. You might just want to snack on some watermelon just to hydrate, you know, or have a lovely salad. But the colder it gets, you want warmer, oilier foods, which is okay. Um, then we go on to rule number three, which is herbs. I love herbs, and one of the ways I incorporate herbs into my life are as teas. Right. And I'll just show you a thermos here that I have. Okay. Um, and in that, I put a mix of herbs depending on how I'm feeling. So I might put some, um, you know, uh, rosemary, um, you know, uh, rose ger geranium. I've got rooibos. I've got moringa. Uh, ginger lemon all sorts and i make a mix add hot water to it and i drink that throughout the day well throughout the morning <laughs> um another way to incorporate herbs is as essential oils so after your shower you could massage and rub them onto your body again you've got to see your needs it becomes that's where it becomes customized so depending on what's going on in your life you choose the appropriate herbs and um for you. The next one is whole food supplements uh, that I add into my life. Yeah. And that is, um, it could be chlorella, spirulina, as I mentioned before, some medicinal mushrooms, reishi, cordyceps, chaga, oh. bee pollen, aloe vera. There's so many out there. Ashwagandha. Yeah, I've heard of ashwagandha quite, quite a lot over the last sort of year or two. I prefer whole food supplements rather to any synthetic uh, supplements, but I don't take those out completely. Again, there might be someone who's in very, very stressed, leads a very stressful lifestyle, and they need that extra boost of, of B vitamins, for example, a B complex. But again, it's choosing the quality. You know, there are very synthetic companies out there. I call it like a supermarket grade supplement. And then there's some Rolls Royce, which, you know, there are some incredible companies which make, make you know, excellent quality supplements. So 
again, choose your supplements wisely. Uh, then we've got exercise that we add in exercise into our life and you don't become you don't have to become a gym rat yeah you know you can just add walking walk for half an hour a day you know it's it's as simple as that or you could if you do want to <laughs> train for a marathon or triathlon you know depending on you but whatever you do i think it's got to be consistent mm. and sustainable for your life Great. I mean, walking, uh, I'm a massive, massive fan of pushing walking. Uh, a lot of these guys um, watching in, in my groups right now, they'll know that the first thing I've got them to do is to walk and not nothing too extraordinary. And, and even in this weather, I appreciate that people don't want to, but even at home or walking around, but people come to like my programs and you instantly think right let's get stuck in do loads of exercises and burpees and squats i'm like whoa whoa guys yeah. exercise or your t t you know your daily activity walking will be your best friend it, it that's where a lot of the results fat loss results or general health and fitness results come from the walking and, and the, the focusing on the nutrition the exercise is important but for a different reason that's more to target the energy systems that's more to break down muscle tissue and, and and get stronger and fitter that way people are shocked when i tell them actually the exercises the workouts even though they feel intense they're not burning that many calories per second wow. compared to compared to the walking so i completely agree with you on that one you know from an exercise point keep it simple just walk for the start and walking is extremely therapeutic it helps you clear your mind uh makes you feel good gets yeah. the endorphins going um you get green therapy by being out in nature out walk out in the park be mindful see what's going on around you listen to the birds see the colors and it's it's amazing how good you feel after you come back from a good walk. Um, so, yeah, so that's exercise. And then the last, well, uh, humor. I call it humor because I think it's always being able to see life with your with the glass half full. Completely agree. You know, when, yeah. when you can have a, a laugh, have a laugh about it, you know. Uh, so the, your mental, your mind state. And then the last one, uh, I call it toxins. Okay. Um, just what you use, for example, your personal care products, what mm. you put on your body, um, what you clean the house with, um, the containers that you eat your food out of. They can be, uh, you know, BPA-free. If you do food prepping, have it in glass containers instead of plastic. When you drink water, you know, maybe get a, res uh, a bottle that's um, not recyclable, the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, re yeah, yeah, reusable. reusable yeah. A reusable bottle instead of a plastic bottle, yeah. like minimize the plastics. So all of that, keeping to that in, the, in a nutshell, you know, I think it, it's a good start. It's a good start. But I always say, choose one. I've mentioned a lot of things and not to get overwhelmed. I'd say, well, you could choose one a week. Like this week, I'm going to aim to add more fruit. Next week, I'll aim to do something else and, and carry on, you know, step by step. Yeah, and I mean, that's exactly how um, 
on my six week challenge right now that's running right now we're we're, we're on week three as, as we record this and um you know i started off one week just as you said steps keep it simple you know um yes we're going to look at the calories and, and, and the diet side but I, I i tell i tell them you know a lot of people will come to me straight away because this is how people are conditioned it's this all or nothing approach and i never find that that works for humans i, I just don't think we're yeah. designed that way um and a lot of time people will sign up for for my programs and they're like right uh, and i get it all the time every time before i do it at the start of a group they'll go right i'm going food shopping over the weekend what what shall i have and i'm like whoa slow down just do your normal food shop and they're like well, I'm like, look, we're not children, we're adults. We know what food is not great, and we know what food we should be eating more of. So I'm not going to te- te- you know, talk to you like you're at school. You, you, we know this stuff. We don't, we don't need to pretend that we don't. So I just say to people, look, you know what you should probably stock up on a bit more of, and you know what you should probably <laughs> stock on less of. But apart from that, get the food you enjoy because – I think like you, you, you tied in humor is one of your, your um, one of your systems. Well, you know, for me, you've got to enjoy the process. You've got to find some uh, joy in the situation or humor, because if not, you're going to fail at the first hurdle before you've even got that far. So I'll say that to them yeah. and I go, look, we'll look at your calories. That's the first thing. Cause you know, oh, cause I said this just on my live stream of the day, a lot of people are worried about the wrong things right now, you know, and we're talking about artificial sweetener and stuff and, and people coming to me with questions about aspartame and stuff. And yeah, no, it's not great. But what I say to people is try not to distract yourself too much. The thing that's harming your health more now is that you're overeating too many calories. And then you mentioned toxins before when your body's carrying too much of these calories, that's going to cause more health problems first before we start yeah. worrying too much now of course then when we start talking about health con- health conditions and organs and stuff yeah absolutely different diet types of diets you know manipulating yeah. your macronutrients and your minerals and taking supplements absolutely but i i tend to it's, it's all about saying guys slow down you said before about one thing at a time which i'm a big advocate of let's just take things back to basics and then we'll start adding a bit more um and I, I start with that, a bit similar to your system, but it's a bit more exercise-related as well because I'm a personal trainer. But it's like, okay, let's walk. Then week two, we still walk, but they have added pro- yeah. protein. Okay, let's try and get a bit more protein, feel a bit more fuller. Let's try and go for whole foods, which I know you said before, before we start turning to supplements and stuff. And then week three, just today, I've added a third one. The, the most effective yet simple, I want you to drink more water. Hydrate yourself, okay? And straight away I had questions come through. Oh, you know, I struggle with water. Can I add, like, some cordial, sparkling water? Yeah. It's about hydrating yourself, you know? And and and, and I think that already this particular group, collectively, and there's about 30 of them in, in, in this group, collectively they've dropped uh, nearly seven stone. And well, well all they did was those simple things we've not done anything different barbara it's literally and people are a bit amazed because particularly in the uk and media and social media it's almost sold to you that you need to follow this certain diet or rule 
And you talked a bit about med- sort of the Mediterranean diet, and I know that's obviously based whereabouts you are. That's 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 quite popular. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan of the Mediterranean diet, and the main reason is because you mentioned seeds and, and nuts and, and oils, healthy fats, mono and polyunsaturated fats, and not enough people, particularly in in in, in in the UK are having that kind of diet. And the main reason is, is because unfortunately we have these diet companies, you know, certain ones, Slimming World, Weight Watchers, they try and avoid you away from them. They say, no, they're bad. Don't eat them. Eat as much carbohydrates as you want, but don't eat. And I'm like, and I have an uphill battle to, to try and get that out of people's heads. Go, no, you can enjoy these healthy fats. In fact, you should. And and I, I said the exact same thing you said before, which is that fats will release. You know, they use oxygen to burn calories. They're slower absorbing. So yeah. when we're talking about snacking, exactly what you said, brother. Snack on these chai seeds. Snack on these, you know, uh, pomegranate seeds, things from or fruit, uh, because yes, yeah. you are getting the, the carbohydrate, but the fats. Are, are but I think it's to do with this idea that fat and fats. People don't distinguish the two different. I don't distinguish the two. Yeah. 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 With you know, like there's, for example, when you buy get baked goods like cakes, cookies, there's hydrogenated mm. fats in there, which are really bad for your heart yeah. and they're car- carcinogenic. Um, but you've got the healthy fats as well that come from avocados, you know, like eating or even coconut, um, almonds, walnuts, which uh, seeds. Um, in, in, here in Cyprus, we eat tahini a lot. Tahini, yeah. It's made up of sesame, sesame seeds. Um, incredible health benefits, which are actually the opposite. They're great for your heart. Yeah. But people, I've tried to explain this to people. It almost goes through people's, like, I can see it going over the head. And I'm trying to talk about HDL, LDL, like high-density lipoprotein. I'm like, no, you don't understand, like, fat. Good. Why do you think you have, like, cholesterol drinks? Because good cholesterol is actually helping you, your heart, to get rid of the bad cholesterol. So it's it's almost a bit like uh, penicillin in a way. Like you need some of some of the fat. I know it's different, but it, you need some. It's the way I describe it to help people see. Like you need some fat to help the body get rid of the fat that's actually clogging up your arteries, causing problems with your card, your heart, and you and your organs. Um, and, and following certain diet companies that are telling you that avocado is bad. Avocado is literally the greatest superfood in the world. It's it's a healthy fat. It's a protein. It's a carbohydrate. It's amazing texture. Yes, it's higher in calories, and I think that's what people are scared of all. But guess what? So is a bar of chocolate. So is a cheesecake. You know, it's like there is a difference. But we, it, 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 unfortunately, and I don't know if you agree, Barbara, but in supermarkets we we have the traffic light system and i hate yeah. the traffic light system because what they do is it, they put fats first you know on on, on the back of a, a food product um, and and it'll be red if it's high in fat so of course cheesecake you know or, or something like that it's going to be red right because it's high in saturated trans saturated fat or hydrogenated fat like you say but then a piece of salmon is also red on fat, which which is high in mono monounsaturated fat. So so the problem is it's confusing people because they're just it's not helping the problem. They're like, oh well, oh best avoid that. That says high in fat. So if you can hear my dog barking in the background, so, yeah, yeah, don't. <laughs> 
So if you can hear that on audio, guys, my dog's having a bit of a moment. Obviously, the postman's been <laughs> during the podcast. I tried to close the door, but it couldn't stand. So, yeah, I, I completely agree. But I'm taking over a bit here, Bob. So, you know, what? let's get into people saying, okay, these are the stuff. So trying to keep things cheap then, what would you recommend to someone now who's listening to this thinking, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here with you. I want to get started on this. What's your advice on sort of a budget to, to get started with trying to slowly introduce this stuff into their diet? So things on the budget, which don't cost a lot that you could add in are sardines, tin, tin sardines. Uh, they're superfood of the sea, very high in omega-3s, magnesium, um, calcium, amazing little superfoods. So you could add those in. I would add in pulses, so things like um, lentils, uh, beans, all types of beans and lentils that you could add in. Um, they don't cost a lot either. Um, and then I don't know about some frozen vegetables, so things like green beans, which are easy to cook. You could add in, you know, vegetables and fruit. Um, here in Cyprus, we've got amazing farmers markets, so I don't know what it's like, you know, where where your listeners are, but we're very, very lucky here. Um, so add those in. You don't need to get any complicated superfoods and things from the health food shops that, you know, would up your budget unless you did want to. Um, things like frozen berries. There was actually a study where they compared fresh and frozen berries and frozen berries had higher antioxidants than, than the fresh ones. So that's a question I get asked quite a bit as well. So why that, is that? If I just if I just pause you there, Brad, but why? What what is the reason behind that? Because I tend to include. I know you mentioned smoothies earlier on, and I tend to like to when I've had protein shakes in the smoothies, I tend to like to add frozen blueberries. But why is yes. one of the reasons is they pick them and they freeze them straight away, whereas. If they're fresh, you don't know how long they've been sitting in the supermarket, you know, for how long, and they're losing their value, you know, their nutrient value. So that that's one of the reasons that they're well-preserved. Yeah, that makes sense, definitely. Yeah. Um, herbs don't cost a lot to add in some herbal teas. You know, a lot of herbs are immune boosting, they're, they're antimicrobial, anti-inflammatory, anti-fungal, anti-everything. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's an easy way to add, you know, to boost your diet as well. Um, there's some combinations which are great. For example, for gut health, uh, bananas and yogurt, because mm. bananas are high in inulin, which are good for your gut. Yeah. They feed the, the, the uh, their prebiotic. And yogurt has probiotics in them. So combining that, that's an excellent way. You, that's a great breakfast, for example, to start your day, yeah. which wouldn't cost a lot. Um, I think that's that's what I can think of for now. I want to go further into this alchemy side of things because yeah. obviously you started about like combining foods and stuff, which is something that's not really talked about enough. Um, kind of people just throw things together for the taste of things but i don't think it's talked about enough like combining certain foods to get the the multiple benefits that each food um 
has like at the moment my breakfast daily breakfast at the minute has been bran flakes um but I've, I've been putting blueberries in there as well so i'm getting that fiber obviously especially yeah. from the from from the bran flakes and the carbohydrates but um and obviously the milk's in there as well so we've got some of the calcium a little bit of the protein and carbohydrates but then the blueberries obviously antioxidants and, and the minerals and vitamins so to me it's filling too because it, so so i'm getting that fiber and it's quite lower on the calorie end now obviously that's very basic compared to what i know you, you, you tend to like to get creative but for me it's interesting where I'm like, actually, yeah, just by adding certain food groups, you've got a whole cocktail here. Um, people are happy to make cocktails of alcohol to get the different variety. Um, you know, so what, what, what ideas do you have of some examples that we, you could use to sort of combine foods to, to get the, the most benefit out of them? Okay, so um, for example, I have a habit in the afternoon and I drink um, hot chocolate and I use, you know, raw cacao, a really good quality cacao powder. And I always say, well, how can I make it more nutritious? So I might add, you know, for example, like a, a quarter teaspoon of ginger or a quarter teaspoon of turmeric and a pinch of black pepper, because I know black pepper brings out the curcuminoids okay. in the turmeric right. and you absorb it. And so ha drinking that, it's a it's an amazing antioxidant boost yes. because hot you know chocolate cacao has over three three hundred antioxidants in it. So just that the synergy of that. Then, uh, for example, there's uh, uh, broccoli and tomatoes combined. Wow. Now okay. they found in the lab um, that it actually reduced the combination actually reduced prostate tumors. In, in the rats that were fed broccoli and tomatoes together, that the tumors were reduced rather than being fed broccoli alone or tomatoes alone. So, you know, you've got that too. Um, another one is uh, olive oil and vegetables. Okay. So the oil helps you absorb, uh, for example, vitamin K, uh, caro um, carotenoids. Yeah in the vegetables yeah. rather than if they were eaten without the oil. Uh, you've got apples and cranberries where you've got quercetin, other polyphenols. You've got, so for example, a green tea and lemon. So that's also a great combination, which helps increase um, the absorption of, uh, you know, catechins mm. and things in, in, the, in the green tea. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, We've got garlic and fish, right. which is amazing because you've got um, the omega-3s in the fish and um, you've got selenium okay. as well. So that helps rosemary and meat. Rosemary is an amazing herb that when you combine it and you um, add it to your meat, when you cook your meat, it sort of neutralizes any carcinogenic compounds that are created during the cooking process. Yes. So just add a little bit of rosemary to your meat. Uh, chicken and carrots is a good combination because you've got zinc and again, the carotenoids and zinc helps the absorption of the other. Uh, but there's so many, so many. Uh, another one of my favorites is um, raspberry and chocolate. 
So raspberry chocolate. And raspberry and chocolate really tastes nice together. I remember we had a, a, a fondue set, yeah. and my wife said this. She was like, and blueberries and chocolate as well. But but yeah. I love raspberries. I grew my own raspberries once. I say once because I, yeah. I only grew five. I was proud of those five, by the way. Uh, but it never came back the year after. I obviously didn't tend to my uh, uh, and my mother-in-law has grown strawberries. She's she grows a lot of her her, her own stuff. But back to the chocolate, and, and we were having this fondue set, uh, um, and uh, she was like, "Try it with raspberry." I'm like, "Oh no, fruit and chocolate together like that? I don't, I don't think that works." It was not only was it beneficial for the reasons you just said, but it tasted very nice. I was like, "Whoa, I'm having raspberries and chocolate." Like again, that that was the 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 combination of the taste there was was very bizarre. I'm I'm surprised it's not caught on a bit more than it has actually raspberry chocolate. You could here you could find uh, you know there's quite a few brands that actually mix. You could buy a good dark chocolate yeah. with raspberries in it, so it's e it's easy for us. Yeah. Um, uh, turmeric and black pepper very important. So if you add turmeric into a dish, for example, let's say I'm going to cook a lentil stew. Mm. So I'll add in as many different you know vegetables that I can, but I'll do two things to a stew. I'll add in turmeric, and if you add turmeric, you've always got to add in a pinch of black pepper because the piperine in the pepper helps the absorption of the curcumin. Mm. And it's increased by incredible amounts, you know, so definitely add that. Um, and then another thing I do, another little trick, is I'll add a little strip of seaweed. My favorite seaweed that I like to use is wakame okay. because it's so versatile and it's it breaks up easily. Now, seaweed's got incredible. It's, it mineralizes your food. It's got over 80 different minerals. So, you know, whatever you find in seawater, you'll find in seaweed. So you get iodine, you get selenium, you get zinc, you get magnesium, you get all sorts. And um, one reason people get sick is from uh, mineral, mineral and vitamin deficiencies. So the more you mineralize your food in different, and make it more nutritious, you know, the better for you. You create better health. Mm. And I think so, I think the things you've said as well, they're very simple. Like this is yeah. this is not something that you need to be Heston Blumenthal to do. You know, they, 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 you don't need to create microscopic, you know, things that look like household objects. Yeah. This is just combining, you know, different food groups, uh, healthy food groups to to. And I find it interesting that this is what you know a lot of. Um, a lot of the science behind things and vitamins and minerals aren't like they're not widespread enough like to to the local yeah. public you know like you mentioned before the way that different um you know minerals can boost each other and and almost um be symbiotic in a way they can actually combine with each other and you know it's 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 biology chemistry it's chemistry but it you know it's, it's almost like part subatomic particles combining it's the, it's just the way that and and i feel like for health particularly i'm a big believer i mean i tend to steer people away from this when people are trying to lose weight i try and simplify and go guys try not to focus too much on all this stuff because when it comes to, to fat loss the the main comp component is that 
we're taking in too much energy than our body can handle. Um, but of yes. course, naturally, if we start adopting these healthier foods and these more whole foods that fill us up, we're naturally going to be in a calorie deficit because we're filling our body with good stuff, nutrition, our body's happy and we feel more energized. Therefore we walk more, we burn more calories. It's a great cycle to be in. But when we're talking about health and I've looked into this personally, myself, Barbara, and I was quite surprised at this, obviously. Um, and I, I, I've qualified in nutrition as well. And I, so I was a bit shocked at this, but when I saw my neurologist, uh, last and, and, and I'm on, you know, pharmaceutical medication for it, which I have to be, but I did say to my neurologist at the end, um, and I said, you know, okay, great. Open my medication and whatnot. But what about lifestyle? You know, is there, is this something I should be doing, um, to help? with natural anticonvulsants um and he just went no and i'm thinking that's not true i'm thinking i know that naturally a ketogenic diet is going to help with that i know there is there's been studies on creatine which are found in, in in red meat that helps with that um things that you've mentioned with turmeric and stuff and i'm thinking why is that not promoted enough this this holistic approach and, because and medicinal, and medicinal mushrooms are very yeah. important too yeah and, and i've i've uh one thing that's very popular one thing i've i've just started taking uh, barbara which is a brand called real um they were on yeah. dragon's den actually um which i know you might know about particularly if you follow tony robbins work and stuff the the, the entrepreneurship of it but these guys came on and i remember watching the episode and they were trying to promote this health, this this healthy powder. It's all completely organic. Um, it's it's process. Everything's in there that you need, um, and you can mix it with water. And it doesn't taste great, but sometimes I like that, Bob, because a lot of the time if you get a powder and it tastes really good, like Huel, it's usually had yeah. stuff added to it to make it taste nice. You keep buying it. Whereas this real, it's expensive. But it, it tastes like chemical. It tastes like nothing. But I like that because that tells me that they've not added a load of nonsense to it. It, it is what it says on the tin. But the reason why I'm saying that, so I, I've got the powder. I'll grab it in a moment. But, but I have lean greens. So it's a way yeah. to get uh, all the vitamins and minerals from the greens. And Because I'm quite good with fruit. My wife and I have got really good so far this year we've eaten our fruit and getting the, the fiber in the fruit um but greens it's hard because we all work different shifts so we don't cook enough separate meals that can get loads of broccoli we had some tender stem broccoli recently and, and um, so by having the greens and having that in a drink and i mix it with yeah. pineapple yeah. juice um yeah. and, and i tend to get it from that way but the reason i was getting into that is because their biggest seller is mushroom coffee and that's what they actually said. They'd be like, what's your what's your flagship, your front runner? And they were like, funny enough, it's the mushroom coffee. Now, I haven't ordered any because I think I'm struggling to get my head around it. But I have heard about like bulletproof coffee. and mush I've heard about these different types um, because technically coffee is kind of moldy anyway. It's, that's kind of through the process. And people don't realize when they're drinking coffee, you know, it's kind of mold. But obviously, it's been processed. So mushroom. I didn't know that. But yeah, the, a lot of the process you can buy demold coffee, um, which is very expensive. But um, mushroom, basically fungi. So you're kind of on that that path anyway. But you mentioned like cordyceps and stuff like people brewing that and drinking it. Um, I'm hearing more of now 
whether it was quite taboo just a few years ago. But I, I think in this post-COVID world, people are definitely looking more towards how to naturally boost our immune systems. And they're sort of turning towards looking at their diet and going, hmm, you know, what am I missing here? You mentioned zinc before and, and minerals and metals. And people aren't getting that because they're eating junk food or convenient food that's, that's, that's removed or completely stripped or all, all, all that stuff. But yeah, I wanted to uh, wanted to just add to that about the mushroom coffee because that was their biggest seller of this real company. Um, and yeah. do you think the benefit to adding mushrooms to the coffee, is that because of what you mentioned before, like the, the, the natural, is it the fungi in it? There are, there are uh, for example, there's... there's um... Cordyceps is especially great for athletes because it helps to open the lungs and, and, and breathe better to so improve the lung performance. You've got, for example, chaga mushroom, which is good for the immune system. Uh, you've got reishi, which is known as the, the mushroom of immortality, which is an all-good all-rounder. You've got lion's mane, which is brilliant for memory, brain health. So that's another great one. So combining that them with with coffee, I guess you get the benefits, um, you know, focus, clarity that the coffee gives you, the caffeine gives you, in addition with the health benefits of the mushroom. Um, there's another company that I buy some of my supplements from when it comes to mushrooms, and it's called, um, they're called Four Sigmatic. Okay. I think they're a Finnish company. Brilliant stuff. I mean, I've got, so they've got a, a one that's called Chill Cacao. And that's got some reishi with, you know, chocolate and a, you know, a little bit of ginger. It's a really nice formulations. Um, yeah. Uh, I would. No, no, yeah, I was just gonna, when it comes to diet, I was just trying to, I was kept them going round and round in my head at the moment. It's just, I think people have to step away from thinking that it's a diet, mm. you know, and find pleasure in creating healthy foods that healthy eating doesn't have to be boring it actually can be very nice as look you know uh, and it doesn't have to be let you know you don't have to spend hours in the kitchen yeah you know in half an hour you can create a really you know a, a healthy nutritious meal well i think like you said before just for example combining raspberry and chocolate particularly dark chocolate yeah. with, with higher cacao ratio than sugar and yeah. sugar and milk chocolate but you know, that's a way a lot of people say to me about sweet cravings, right? Um, yeah. And is, you know, I'm like, well, things like that that you mentioned before, mixing raspberries and dark chocolate, you'll, you'll get that sweet satisfaction that you're craving, but you're making something, yeah. you know, I know you said your motto is how to make things more nutritious. So that can even be taking something that's not that healthy that we consider, like, like chocolate, for example, that people can still enjoy, but just making it a little better than what you were going to have it and, and and just these little mini changes. But if you add it up and do what you said before, just add one thing at a time, you know, yeah. before you know it, you, you, you're massively improving your health and, and your, your, your nutrition, but you've only made these small yeah. little tweaks. Yeah. You could, you could, you know, you've got sweet cravings. Another one of my favorites is avocado chocolate mousse. Mm. So if you've got some really ripe avocados, you add um, some cocoa powder to it, a little bit of maple syrup, um, oh, maple syrup. Up, yeah. a little bit of plant milk or water, 
and and you've got a healthy chocolate mousse which is good for you rather than something that you'd buy which is bad for you I, 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 as soon as you said maple syrup, I started to salivate. I love maple syrup, but it's so expensive to buy here. Um, you know, or honey, honey, or honey. We've got honey here in Cyprus. Yeah, we've got. Uh, so one of my clients at my gym, um, she has her own bees, and she she produces her mm. own uh, hedgerow honey. Um, obviously, we've got like manuka honey and stuff uh, as well. Big big honey guy, um, and a lot of people like. Well, you know, it's sweet like sugar. Yeah, but what would you rather have? Natural sweet sweetness like honey, which you know has you know how it's been made, you know what it's doing for the bees, and you know that it's got some other benefits to it. Or sugar. You know, it's a no brainer for me. And maple syrup, I love it, but unfortunately it costs an absolute fortune over here. You know, it's like ten pounds for a tiny bit like that. But it's one of the reasons I want to go to Canada of all places. It's just to just to have the buy tons buy of tons it. Tons of it. Yeah. Although I won't be able to bring it all back. I'll just eat it all while I'm over there. Um so I had a question asked before, Barbara, about just going back on the, the herbs. Um, someone asked yeah. about what about if it's ready-made in a bag, like a tea bag of bag, bagged herbs. Um, is that okay, or, or even powdered herbs, or does it have to be natural? Does it have to be, um, f- you know, fresh herbs, um, or can it just be like powdered if you've got a bag of herbs? Yeah, it can be in a tea bag. It can be in a tea bag. Uh, for example, you know, one of my favorite brands that I buy in the tea bag are Organic India. Okay. They've got great formulations. Um, so you can. You can buy chamomile in a bag. Just be careful, though, that it has – it's not that plastic type of tea bag. Yeah. I've, yeah. Seen, I've seen now, you know, and I think, oh, my goodness, why on earth did they – <laughs> yeah, it's almost counterintuitive, isn't it? Yeah, counterintuitive. Yeah. Um, another question was asked um, for advice, actually specifically on non-alcoholic liver disease, and what your advice would be. Um, so it's, it's a client here who has non-alcoholic based liver disease and kidney disease. So this this person did have cancer, um, and and has a kidney and liver disease as a result of this that they still can can you know fight him with. Um, so obviously certain things she, she struggles with. So like the protein, for example, she has to have a lot less, um, than what a lot of the other people, ladies in the group would, would be encouraged to have. So what advice would you have nutrition wise or holistically for someone like that? Well, definitely when it comes to non-alcoholic fatty liver, it's, you've definitely got to cut out all the, the processed foods. Yeah. So anything with with sugar, white flour, all of that has to go. Yeah. Cookies, cakes. And then increase, you can have complex carbohydrates. Mm. So, you know, you could have lots and pulses. So, you know, uh, lentils, red lentils, um, sweet potatoes, if you're missing that, lots of lots of vegetables. Um, add in a little bit of perhaps um, yogurt. Yeah. Just to be careful, you know, um, avoid perhaps animal, too many animal products. Yeah. So the red meat, you know, so beef, pork, lamb, all of that. Keep to perhaps a little bit of lean, yeah. lean protein, yeah. uh, either from turkey or chicken. Yeah. 
Because I, I guess it's the the fat the, the fat that the, the liver struggles to break down, isn't it? So uh, yeah. you want to, you 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 don't want to say don't eat fats, but you you want to definitely change where you're getting your fats from. And I think, like you said, pulses natural things like avocado, which is going to be higher in in in, in high density lipoprotein, um, yeah. is going to be much better on the liver. But as as, as I'm sure you guys are aware. Cut out on the cakes and hydrogenated fats because not only is that not good for your health in general, but if particularly if you're someone who has liver disease trouble with your liver, you're you're going to have a tough time breaking that stuff down, um, and, it, and it's not going to help. Just to add on to what Barbara was saying there, I would also add in again always double check with their doctor, their physician, yeah. but. Um, so, for example, uh, lemon is very cleansing for the liver. So you could start your day in the morning with a big glass of water and a squeeze of lemon juice mm. and a pinch of cayenne pepper. So that'll help to, to get things to cleanse the liver. Mm. And then another herb, which is very good and, re, you know, it helps rejuvenate the liver is milk thistle. I've heard, yes, I've, I've heard a lot about milk thistle recently. It's uh, it's better as a tincture okay. in alcohol, in a little bit of alcohol, because it helps to absorb it better right. rather than in capsule or powder form. Um, mm. it, you won't get as many benefits from it that way. And, and, and as we've said, guys, these are stuff that isn't that expensive. Where would you recommend people got this kind of stuff? Then? More so, uh, obviously, we're always encouraging whole foods and natural foods where we can. But if people were to try and look for these um extra stuff these these supplements or, or these herbs and uh, you know um spices and stuff like we've mentioned you know where's the best place for people to to get these from in your opinion obviously if we don't have these local farmer farmers markets and stuff like where what would you recommend is the best way to source if someone's listening to this now going okay i want to try and get the, the milk thistle and the cane pepper and stuff obviously cane pepper we can pick up from a supermarket easy but is that what you'd recommend or is it, is there a particular thing that you suggest no you could you could start off with you know just buying it from your local supermarkets hmm. um milk thistle i would get you know a, a, a pharmacy might have something or a bio shop an organic shop, uh, for sure, you could order that. And now you could order a lot of things online, um, but definitely start off at a supermarket. Mm. Another tip I would give you with supermarket fruit and veg, you know, a lot of people say, well, there's pesticides and eat organic, but organic is so expensive. Yeah. But there was a study done that if you soak your fruit and veg in a mixture of salt water that it gets rid of about 99% of the pesticides and herbicides on the fruit and veg. That's what I do. So um, I fill up my sink, you know, full of water. I'll add in three tablespoons of uh, coarse salt, add everything in there, leave it for 20 minutes and then rinse it, let it dry very well. And then I put it in, I've got huge containers mm. where I'll put a towel on the bottom and then I'll put in my, all my produce in there um apart from the fruit in winter your fruit doesn't need to go into the fridge so so in winter you recommend leaving your fruit out yeah at room temperature yes yeah you don't i mean apples you know oranges they don't need to go into yeah. the fridge 
do you think people do that because they just think it's going to stay fresh for longer? Is is that what what it is? Because I'm guilty of this myself. My my oranges are in my fridge right now, um, but ironically, my bananas aren't. So I think is that just something we're conditioned to to think that that's the right thing to do? Well, look in Cyprus when it's you know. Uh, June, July, August, and it's 42, 45 <laughs> Everything has to go into the fridge. You know, there's no way it'll survive yeah. more than two days out of the fridge. But now, uh, you know, it definitely, mm. you don't need to put it into the fridge. Yeah. Um, so I have a food prepping system as well. So, uh, you know, I've got a, a big, big uh, Tupperware container put a tea towel in the bottom and I'll add in all my freshly washed, you know, lettuce, uh, rocker, um, coriander, <laughs> line it all. So when it comes time to cut a salad, it's all freshly washed, chop it up and it's ready in minutes. Yeah. Awesome. Barbara, where can um, people go and check you out after listening to this and go and find out a little bit more about your systems, um, go and check out your podcast? Where, where's the best place for people to go and find you now? Uh, to go find out a little bit more because uh, I know you're doing some coaching as well. So where could people go, the best place for people to go and check out uh, a little bit more about you and your work? I think my website would be the best place because it's all there where they can, you know. So my website is www.barbara, B-A-R-B-A-R-A, carafocus, K-A-R-A-F-O-K-A-S.com. And all my links are there, whether it's to Instagram or my coaching programs or, you know, wherever it may be, you'll find it on, on my website. And if you're listening to this on podcast, I will attach the website, Barbara's website, in the description of the show notes. You can go and click on that uh, now or after you've finished listening to this. Um, for you guys watching live stream, I'll attach it to this video. Uh, after so you can go check that out and go follow uh, give Barbara a follow and just check out a little bit more um, of her of her, of her work um, Barbara thank you very much for coming on today it was very enlightening actually um, and like you said simple simple stuff you know we, we've not reinvented the wheel here today this is just normal things that we can do just with a simple I know you said about not using the word diet I mean I tend to like the word diet is just meaning a current eating pattern that you're following. But unfortunately, the word diet has been used more of a short term, which is yeah. where the pro so I don't like the word diet either, but that's because it's been misused. Um, yeah. It's been changed from a diet is something it's adopting an eating habit. That's what a diet is. But unfortunately, yeah. diet has become synonymous with rules yeah following following this rule you know the, the don't eat you know the, the only eat purples food diet or you know the keto diet i mean keto is a bit different there is some science behind it with ketogenesis but the problem is it's missold as a weight loss hack and that's what i don't like um but so we'll call it a, a lifestyle instead. I much prefer that word a lifestyle I like that yeah well. it sounds better doesn't it <laughs> So, Barbara, thank you very much. Um, enjoy the rest, uh, rest of your day. And again, thank you very much for coming on um, and answering a couple of the questions that were asked on the live stream. Um, guys, as I said, go and check out Barbara's website if you're, if you're interested and want to find out a little bit more. Um, and as for you, Barbara, enjoy. I was going to say sunny Cyprus, but as you said, right now it's not. 
Radiant Cold Cypress. Well, thank you very much for having me. I had a lovely time. Yeah, very enlightening. Uh, and yeah, thank you very, thank you very much. <laughs>